time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. Well, here we are in the beginning of 2017. This is actually the first podcast that I've recorded in the new year. The last couple of weeks I recorded before the holidays, knowing that there's always that busy period and really trying to plow through. I was trying to get a little bit ahead. In fact, that's kind of part of my plan this year is to be a little bit ahead. And so what I thought I'd do today is tell you about something I've talked about every year, and that's the word I've chosen to live into this year. This year is not like uh, is about like any other year in the last decade where my family and I have come up with one word that each of us have chosen to live into. This is a process that we followed since our church did something similar about a decade ago when when we first started thinking about what is that one single word that encapsulates what we want to become, who we want to be in the new year. So my family took that on and we've continued that tradition. The way this happens is that on New Year's Eve, uh, for a number of years now, we've gone to the exact same restaurant. And at that restaurant, each of us who's there, and usually it's at least the four of us in my immediate family and sometimes a friend. In fact, we have one friend who keeps coming with us, one of my daughter's close friends, and she's like family to us. So she claims her word also. And whoever is there, when my brother and his family was here for a year, uh, New Year's Eve, they did the same thing where they we gave them fair warning, but they had to figure out their word. Now, what do I do with that word? Well, that word is the first word I see in the morning when I open my calendar. I put it at the beginning of every single day. And so every single day, I try to be intentional about it because I choose a word that I know I have to stretch into, that, that's something that I'm not doing the way I want to right now. And so it's not like this word that I can go, okay, well, you know, I've got that down. I don't have to think about that. It's something to pull me forward in the year, to, to really stretch me into the year, to be intentional about that word. So I pulled out the words. We, we, after we've come up with them, we as a family, uh, I put them on a little uh, block. And, and that picture is then framed. And that picture has all of our words in it so that we are all on that same page where we all know that we have laid claim to that word. And, and so when I'm ever in the room where those words are, I can, as I'm, I'm walking in, I can see those words. And it's a reminder of my growth. So... I'll just tell you the words as they've come and briefly why they've been. Back in 2009, I chose the word thanks. And the reason is because I felt like I needed to be more grateful for the things that I had in my life. It's not like I wasn't grateful, but I wanted to really be intentional about being grateful. At that point, I'd come through uh, my illness for a few years and had uh, built a company that was really kind of moving on along. And, and, and so I wanted to not just kind of stumble through that year, but I wanted to really be full of gratitude. And so my word that year was thanks. Well, during that year, lots of things kind of grew and really kind of took root. And so the next year, I wanted to, to focus on something else. And so it was a related word, but that word is Wow. And that was for me to stand in amazement of the world around me, of, of the world around me and my immediate world that I've helped create. And just to be able to say, wow, look at what this has become. Wow, look at where my kids are. Wow, look at where I am. Wow, look at this. Well, that year was a very busy year, and I realized I flew through the year trying to be wowing myself, but also not doing a lot of breathing. So in 2011, I chose the word breathe, 
which was just to, to take in some oxygen, to kind of step back at points and to realize that I needed a little distance sometimes. So every now and then, I just needed to remind myself to breathe. And that was a metaphoric word, but it was also a very practical, real word that throughout the day, I needed to take breathing moments to not be so close to the situation, but to take a step back, just to take a big, deep breath and get a little perspective but also through the year to have times when I was intentionally breathing in life, the inhale-exhale rhythm of life, where I was also taking some time to relax, which led to 2012, when I realized that I was fighting a lot of patterns in my life and that I was really kind of trying sometimes to swim upstream, which I know doesn't work. And so I decided that my word that year was flow, to get into the flow of the process, to live within this process and just allow it to flow, to figure out how to move through the process without fighting it, but working with the process, which led to 2013, which is the year I cheated because I needed two words. So I hyphenated. My word was show up. And so I hyphenated show and up. I know it's cheating, but I just know I needed, I knew that year, I needed to truly show up. I needed, there are some places I just needed to bring my full presence to it that sometimes I was distracted when I was with family or with clients, or sometimes I was distracted when I was, should be writing or creating, and I wanted to really show up, to be really intentional about being in my skin in the moment right then, which led me in 2014 to realize that what I do is create. And so my word that year was Create that I needed to be clear that that's part of my process. I needed to get a book done and I needed to get a project out the door. And so I needed to be focused on create, that that was who I was, which led to the next year of being present. As I was creating, sometimes I stepped away from that and I needed to be present. And, and really, it's kind of related to that show up, but it was being present and it was also living, living in the present moment. I wanted to have both of those, those things to really focus on, that the present right now required me to be present. So I worked through that and that led to last year, 2016, when I realized that I needed to express appreciation to the people that had made a difference in my life. So my word was appreciate. In fact, I started off that year by writing a letter of appreciation to every person that was with me on New Year's Eve. So my wife and my kids and my daughter's friend who was with us all had a letter of appreciation of how they had been important in my life. And I spent the year going to lunch with several friends, uh, several people who had been in my life just to say, I appreciate you. Let me tell you how. Now, the interesting thing was I often had to say, look, if you want to eventually tell me how you appreciate me, that's fine. But part of what I want you to do is just live into me appreciating you. So I had a lot of interesting conversations that year. I had them with my parents. I had them with uh, my wife, with my kids. I had them with uh, colleagues and friends, with mentors, trying to say, I appreciate what you've brought into my life because there's nothing nothing more, more uh, sad than for somebody to have meant something to you and them not to know it. And so I spent a lot of time that year being appreciative. Now, at the other side of this year, it's interesting because I lost one of my mentors last year. And I lost him about five months after he and I had a long lunch where I was able to share my appreciation. 
And I recognize that part of me moving through that grief of losing a mentor was knowing that I had shared my appreciation with him. So my last year's word was appreciate. And that brings us to 2017. I find myself percolating on this word sometime in October. And by November, I'm really starting to think, okay, here's where I've been. Where am I leaning towards next year? Which is a little hint there. And so I began to think about this and I was really conflicted. I had about four words that I thought really were targets for the year. But then one morning in mid-December, I woke up and I woke up knowing the word. It, it was such clarity. It had been percolating on me and, and as often as the case, I woke with it just clear as day. So the word for 2017 is lean. Lean. That's my word this year. Lean. And for me, I realize that it has two very distinct meanings to it. You might be familiar with the book um, about leaning, right? Leaning into things. And, and so that, that's a piece of it. But what a lot of people believe is that that was a new phrase. To lean into something began to be a catchphrase. But sports analogies have said it for years, if you'll notice, when somebody's being tackled, they lean towards the field goal. In fact, years and years ago, when I was working on my doctorate, one of my faculty members said to me, and really the mentor that brought me to the graduate school I attended, said to me, always fall towards the goal line. Always fall towards the goal line. And I asked him what he meant. He said, in every class, you need to make sure that your papers are pointing to something you're going to use later on. That was one way. And so as I was writing my thesis for my master's, I had already spent a lot of classes getting the background to it. I had to put it together and I had to rewrite it, but I had been falling toward the goal all along. When I got in my doctoral studies, the same thing. I, I had a focus. I knew where I was headed and I kept falling towards the goal. I realized as I leaned towards something little by little, it accumulated into something else. I've leaned into this podcast, for instance, and between my two podcasts, I now have over 300 episodes done because I've leaned into the podcast. We now have about 2 million times that the podcasts have been downloaded because I've leaned into that podcast and, and have gotten some response. If I had just pushed a little bit and given up, I would have probably ended up probably on the fourth or fifth of each series, just because I would have gotten frustrated with it, but I leaned into it. And so I realized that I needed to continue leaning into it and falling towards the goal. So it's a little shoulder push. I've noticed that I have lots of things in my life going on. I've got lots of projects that are running and, and one company that's already running and about to add another company. And so I needed to lean into those things. And I needed to lean into some, some things that I was already doing, like my health, right? I could exercise, but I could step back and say, how do I need to lean into that a little bit better? How do I lean into my diet a little bit, the foods that I eat? How can I lean into them a little more so that they're healthier? How can I lean into a healthier lifestyle? How can I lean into my relationships? Instead of just letting them kind of go on cruise, how can I lean into them a little bit? I've realized that I do a couple of things in, in my daily life that make a difference and a lot of things that don't make a difference. And so that brings in the second meaning of lean, which is to lean like to get lean. Like I need to get rid of some stuff to make my life more lean, which gives me more time for doing the important things. 
And so part of the lean is to eliminate, to lean down, to say, no, I can't do that. I realize that part of what I want to do this year is to make sure that I focus on what I see as the intersection between the gifts I have and the passions I have. And so I've realized that there are really four areas that I'll focus this year. Create, coach, teach, and train. Create, coach, teach, and train. Every morning I get up to write. That's, that's one of my primary ways of expressing things. So I, I get up in the morning and I write working on a book. I've got a book that's coming out in March, another one that's just about to hit the, the book stands, another one that is three quarters of the way finished, and several others who are in line after that. That's what I do every morning. I get up and write for an hour. Well, let me say it more clearly. That's my intention to do that every morning. Some morning it's a little harder to get that hour in, and some mornings it doesn't happen at all. And that brings me to the leaning into it, that I want to lean more into those intentions so that I can lean down to the things that are important. And so I'll be creating this year the podcasts and the books and, and other programs to help people along in their own life journey and also be there to coach. That's part of what I enjoy doing. I've always enjoyed realizing that that's just my natural inclination to be a coach. And then the other two is to teach in the train. I find those as the places where I'm, I'm helping train other coaches and I'm also teaching people how to have more thriving lives. That's where my passions and my, my uh, gifts, I think, lie. And so I'll be pushing towards that, leaning into that, which means I'll be saying no to lots of other things. There are a lot of projects that I've considered and turned down because it's not in my passion pit. It's not in my gifts field so I have to let him go. And that's leaning down my life to more essential things. So now you know, my word this year is lean. To lean into the things that are in my life that need to be important. And also to lean down my life to get to those important things. My challenge to you is what your word is. What's the word you need to embrace this year? How do you need to move into 2017 with that singular focus of who you need to become? This is Lee Balkum wishing you a thriving life. You've been listening to the Thrivology Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thrivology.com or at thrivologymagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T-H-R-I-V-E-O-L-O-G-Y. It's your life. Time to live it. Thank you.